Hey guys, I got some exciting news to share with you. New Amazing Trends. That's right. New Amazing Trends is a leading seller of the most innovative, most advanced, most revolutionary products out there. They constantly strive to bring you the very best products the world has to offer at the best prices. Now the thing about this is, this website has new trends every single week. For example, about a month ago, I bought some whitening toothpaste on there that I was really happy with. And they, it, it, that week, they had toothpaste, they had those LED light things, they had all kind of whitening strips, things like that. And then they'll shift to like beauty products for women, things for kids, things for around the house, things that you really can't get anywhere else. And you got them at the best prices that you can possibly get them at. I'm telling you, all you got to do is go to newamazingtrends.com. This week, they're featuring household items, you know, things like automatic soap dispensers, you know, like windshield covers, but, you know, like like good ones, not like ones you'll get in, like, Walmart, cheap plastic crap. I'm talking real stuff. So you can grab something for the house, and when you get to check out, you can grab something for uh, your little skippies. Again, go to newamazingtrends.com. All of these products are already heavily discounted, and you want to save another 10%? Just type in the promo code CHRISTIAN12672 at checkout. Get another 10% off. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-12672. Make sure you're checking this website out frequently because their offers change every single week. New trends every week. New amazing trends. Join the future. Full future. Half the cost. Newamazingtrends.com. What's going on? It's Christian Rodriguez, and it is time for the C-Rod Podcast for Sunday, October 16th, 2022. Coming in with a little Dirk Commissar. I get you're like a German band. I understand that, but like... Like, I know you want to maybe sound German, have like a German name, but I mean like Dirk Commissar. Like, that's like, you know, why don't you just call yourself the Gestapo? Dirk Commissar! I'm <laughs> anyway i am like infuriated right now because this is my third time doing this you know doing this 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 first 20 minute segment i started at noon it is now let's see 356 and i haven't even got my first 20 minutes done and if this happens again you're not getting an episode this week but it, i i do the whole thing as i've told you guys a million times I talk out the 20 minutes and I take another 45 minutes to an hour, you know, listening back and then finding drops to put in, you know, at the right time. Then I have to mix it down for the whole 20 minutes and then master it for the whole 20 minutes. And two times in a row now, I've gotten to the mastering point point of it. And I'm having some kind of like SD card issue where it erases the, the entire 20 minutes. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing a Hail Mary here, last attempt. You know, and I'm going to save it this time before so it doesn't fucking erase it. I got to get a new goddamn interface. Now this isn't this isn't even your problem. <laughs> this is my problem. But this this interface is just letting me down too much, and I gotta you know I gotta I gotta look for other hardware here to get this done here on the C Rod Podcast. But I cannot go through this monologue without talking about the Phillies. And I know that I'm not you know I don't <clears throat> really bring sports into the show all that much. But, you know, this is a Cinderella story. I mean, you don't you don't even have to be into baseball to, to get behind this. I mean, they were out of it. Like, in, in June, you could have just said, like, all right, this season's over. Like, just wait till the next. Because there were teams that were way too good. The Phillies were, like, 22 and 29, right? And then what do they do? They whacked Joe Girardi. They whacked him. They fucking whacked him. Oh, fuck. And then they, they let Rob Thompson take over as an interim manager who, this guy's been around forever. He was with the Yankees for 28 years. He, they just never gave him a chance to be like the, the lead guy. And man, did those players respond to him. And they, they, you know, like their first 16 games, I think they were like 14 and two. You know, and I, I was thinking at that time, like, all right, it's just a honeymoon. They were happy to get rid of Girardi and they like Rob Thompson great, but they don't get enough, you know. And then in like September first, it was like they were a shoe in to at least get into the playoffs as a wild card team. 
But then they shit the bed in September. And like they were they played like five hundred ball. They were playing like shit going into the playoffs. And then in the playoffs, it's like the team that gets hot at the right time wins. It really doesn't matter how good you are. If you get hot, you're gonna win. So I'm like, all right, well, we're playing like shit. So I'm like, all right, they ain't gonna beat the Cardinals. You, you know, it's just not gonna happen. They're, they're all three games are on the road. You know, the the Cardinals won their division. They're a good team. You know, there's no way the Phillies take two out of three. You know, and and win that. And then they, then they shut me the fuck up, right? And then I, I'm like, all right, okay. So you beat the Cardinals. That's great, all right? But now you got to play the Braves. Like they they've won over a hundred games. They're they're the uh, division champions. They're the World Series champions. You know, and and you're on the road. I'm like, no way. <laughs> and again, they shut me the fuck up. And I'm sitting there thinking, going into the series, I'm like, if they want any outside shot of winning this series, one of those two games in Atlanta, you got to get one of them. Because if if you don't, like, if you come back to Philly 2-0, you're not going to win, right? So they did. They stole game one. I'm like, damn, this team is really shutting me up. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Like, I, whenever I think a Philadelphia team is going to win something, they, they, they don't. And I, I know, that, like, you know, if I say, like, oh, yeah, the Phillies are going to beat the Cardinals, no problem. They would have lost. But then I, then I realize I have nothing, I have no control over that. Like, it's not like they're sitting there in a locker room, you know, and Bryce Harper's talking to the team, you know. And he's like, all right, guys, we've got to get this win today. Now, you know, Christian Rodriguez says that we're going to win so that we got that going against us, but we've still got to win this game. I, I get that, right? But, you know, they, they went, they took game one, and then the Braves got game two. And then I said to myself, I'm like, don't let this thing get back to Atlanta. That's that's the whole thing. Just take, you know, take these two in Philly because we haven't had playoff baseball in Citizens Bank Park in 11 years. And boy, did they create a hostile environment, those fans. I, I think it was louder than 08, to be honest with you. Right? So I'm sitting there, as I do for every Philadelphia sports team. I'm I'm, I'm a nervous wreck for, in the playoffs. Like, I'm just like, oh, my God. It's, it's just it's so tough to watch. You know, and it's game three, and I'm like, they got to get these two. Well, the Braves ran out this, you know, this rookie sensation kid, this Spencer Strider. <laughs> and when I tell you this guy had a mustache on him, did you see that guy's fucking mustache? <laughs> it was like, it was like porn stash from like Orange is the New Black. If you never watch that show, look up porn stash. will come right up. That fucking mustache that he had. You know, and it wasn't one, one of those ones that like you keep it tight to the lip. You know, he just let it grow out. It's like a, like a big Sam Elliott mustache. The kid was like 23 years old <laughs> having one of these mustaches, right? And, like, man, was he pissing me off. Like, like the first two innings this guy was throwing, he was dealing. Like, he was throwing smoke. And it looked like the hitters were never going to catch up to him. Like, of course, you know, some one freak show is going to, you know, knock us out of the fucking playoffs, you know. But then the third inning happened. And one, one of the best bat flips i've ever seen this is going to make it into like the historical philadelphia reels like when you when you play like you know hype videos that reese hoskins when he hit that three run home run and slammed the bat down the ground that was that was awesome and then and then bryce harper came up two hitters later and he hit one that hasn't landed yet so those were two great moments and then jt real muto yesterday you know first catcher in major league history to have an inside the park home run in the playoffs just so many great moments happened you know but like as, as it's going on you're still sitting there thinking like oh man we need more we need more because you're getting fucking nervous and, and and the where where my brain goes is you know like <laughs> like after that that home run that you know that reese hoskins and harper they rattled that kid and the next thing you know he fell apart you know but i'm the kind of guy that'll that'll like whatever team that a philadelphia sports team is playing in the playoffs and like we're losing, or even if we're not losing, and a guy makes like a good play, I, I I'll go to I'll, my brain goes to like physically insult him. <laughs> you know, say a guy makes a nice play, I'm like, oh yeah, nice, nice play with your big fucking cocoa puff mole on your fucking face. Go sit down, you ugly prick. By the way, I realize that I have a large mole on my face. Where? <laughs> what? Where's that mole? <laughs> I didn't see one. <laughs> so anyway the manager comes out to get this kid right he goes to change pitchers and and as soon as he gives the ball the manager starts walking to the dugout i'm like ha ha i'm like take you and your fucking dick broom of a mustache and sit the fuck down 
Oh man, but yeah, man, it, it's you know it's it's fun. It, you know, like I said, you don't even have to be in into baseball to watch it. And another thing they got going for them is the number one seed Dodgers got knocked off last night. So now the National League Championship Series goes through San Diego, and they're going to be playing the Padres. And I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. So that'll be fun. Make sure you pay attention to that. But what do I got for you guys today? For the third time, take three. All right, I had, all right, so yeah, so I had the one where, all right, more Rodriguez Law. And I'm, I'm quickly starting to think that this just might become a weekly staple of this show, much like the That's Fucked Up and the Get Off My Lawn segments. I'm kidding, it's not going to, but it just seems like Rodriguez Law happens to me every goddamn day. So as I told you guys last week, I, ran, I, I vacuumed over my fucking headset and then sucked up the whole goddamn cord. Right, like I said, you, you you you'll vacuum over a broken piece of Dorito thirty-seven times; it won't pick it up. But you, I go over my headset; it sucks the whole goddamn. <laughs> right, so I had to go uh, Monday. I had to go into the office and pick one up, which I wasn't thrilled about because I was going to the office the very next day because we go there every Tuesday. But I come home, you know, I, after I pick it up, I, I use it the whole day. I bring it to work the next day. I use it the whole day. I plug it in on Wednesday morning, and then next thing you know, a call comes in, and nobody can hear me. Like, I, I can hear them, but they can't hear me. It was like a microphone issue. I'm like, yeah, here we go. Yeah, it's brand new, out of the fucking box, but, you know, of course, something's going on with you know, so I'm checking all my settings and I'm, I'm doing all this shit, you know what I mean? Because I was going to, you know, thinking about putting in a ticket for it, but I'm not that kind of guy. Like... I will only ask for help when I absolutely 1,000% need it. I try to troubleshoot shit myself because the last thing I want to do is go to, like, somebody that's going to fix it. And I forgot to do, like, the most basic, you know, remedial thing. It ain't got no gas in it. You see there, Scooter? Things are the simplest things first. I just don't want to look like a schmuck, you know? So I'm, I'm sitting there troubleshooting. I can't figure it out. I just can't figure it out. So I put a ticket in, and now like I can't communicate with the person like you know verbally because like they can't hear me anyway. So like we're emailing back and forth. Did you try this, 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 and this? I'm like, yep, 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 and yep. You know, you know, and, she, and then she finally comes back and says like, I really don't think this is like a, this is our problem. Like like the vendor that we used for for our queue services. She's like, I don't think that, that that's the, you know, we're the problem. I think it's internally because we tried everything. She's like, I'll do a quick, you know, you can share your screen with me. I can take a look at some things, and, you know, but, you know, but as like a last attempt. I'm like, all right, sure. So I share my screen. She goes through. She's like, yeah, like, you got to contact your IT, your IT department. And I'm like, all right, you know, so I go, I go to put a ticket in. Now, this was like, this took my whole morning, you know, because I was trying to troubleshoot, sit myself, and then we were going back and forth with the email. I lost like a half a day. And it's hard to get caught up in, in, in my in my job when, when you get when you get behind, right? So I put a ticket in for the goddamn thing around one o'clock. Now these types of issues for my for my job are I, I need that thing. Like I, I I can't like I can I can work without it. I can get my work done, but I can't get any like you know call work done. So it's like it's a, it's an urgent matter. Like I need this, right? Yeah, I put the ticket. The whole fucking day went by. It, it, like I clocked out at five thirty. I didn't even get an acknowledgement that I put the ticket in. So I'm like, why? What the fuck is? What do these tickets mean? No ticky. No laundry. You know. <laughs> so then the next morning, I log in. I don't even have an email. Like nothing. No update. No status. No nothing. So I go to my I go to my manager. I'm like, look, guy. Like like. Can we light a fire under somebody's ass? Because I fucking need this thing, man. Like, what the fuck? I already, I, it's brand new. I picked it up. It don't work. Like the. And he goes, yeah, like reach out to this guy. And it was the guy that I told you guys about, like one of the other, you know, IT problems that I had at, at my work. He's a cool guy, you know? So I hit him up on Microsoft Teams. He comes back and goes, yeah, well, you know, like what's going on? I'm like, yeah, well, like my microphone don't work. And, it, 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 it. and he's like, okay. So now he's doing this. He, he sends me a link so he can control my He can take control of my screen. So he's doing all this shit and he's installing these drivers and all this other fucking nonsense. It's, it's like taking time. You know, and, and he's like, all right, so I'm going to try to call you now. I'm like, okay. He tries to call me. He can't hear me. He tries to call my cell. He can't hear me. He can't hear me. He can't hear me. He can't hear me. All right. And he's like, oh, man. He's like, that last time I heard you for a hot second. You know, hot second. <laughs> Um, he's like, but I got, I got to go into a meeting now. He's like at 10 o'clock, so I'm going to be back at 10.30. I'm like, 10.30? I'm like, 
This is like an hour and a half into my day now. So like 10.30 comes, I don't hear from him. You know? And I didn't want to like get him at like 10.31. Like, hey, guy, like, what, you know, what the fuck's going on? But it got to be like 11.30, and I didn't hear anything. So I'm like, I finally, I reach out. I'm like, yo, you want to, you, you, you know, tighten this up? Do you want to, you know, let's get continue this thing so I can get to work? I got shit to do. Right? And he's like, oh, man, I'm glad you messaged because after the meeting, it got real busy around here. And, and I get it. You know, like, the, the, there's two main IT guys at my job that people pretty much need, you know, at all. We're always having some sort of fucking technical difficulties, you know, where they're running around, you know? So he comes back. He's like, all right, well, yeah, so when do you want to come pick up your new headset? I mean, I have to pick up my new headset. Like, I thought you said you can hear me for a hot second. What happened to that? You, you don't want to see that one through? You don't want to get that to the, to the finish line? Because <laughs> I swear to God, that's our thing. It's like every time we have an issue, they'll look at it for three hours, you know, and then they'll come to the conclusion like, yeah, I, I, I can't fix it. Just we'll give you a new one. Like, why don't you just give me a new one from the rip? It, we were going to like just say, come in at 9 o'clock, and now, now it's like 12, you know? And then the other thing I think about is, like, what does it take to become, like, what, what qualifications do you need to, to be an IT guy if, if, you're, if your answer to everything is, oh, we'll just give you a new one? <laughs> what's, the, what's the process? Like, oh, okay, if, if you ain't coughing or tipping over, we'll hire you. <laughs> I just don't understand it. You know, it's just, you know, but again, it's Rodriguez also. I went and I had to go back to the office, pick one up. By the time my day got started, it was two o'clock. So now, I'm 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 in the fucking basement as far as like being behind, you know. But I'm going to stay on the subject of work real quick because I, I don't like to talk about work shit with you guys. I understand you don't work with me and you don't you know you don't have the internal like in the know type of shit. But like, I'll I will tell you guys stories that are relatable, obviously. And this one is just a complete one-off. But we, we had this this woman who was in our department for, for so many years, like well before I got there and well after I left it. And she hated the job. It was visible. Like she, she was one of those people that she couldn't keep attention away from herself. Like, and it was negative attention. Like she always had to be – like she, would, she was the type of person that would like scream cry at her desk like four, four times a week. Like, there was always drama, and it always had to be, like, the spotlight was on her. She talked. She was a loud talker. Like, everybody knew her business, you know? And really, you, you, you do not want the spotlight being on this woman, as she is in, in, incredibly, to put it mildly, not easy on the eyes. But, <laughs> and then to boot, I've also heard from multiple women at that job about her, her bathroom habits. <laughs> Like, she would go out of the bathroom, come out of the stall, and just walk right out the door, not wash her hands. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, if you're if you're scream crying all day and your hands are touching your face, like, how do you not have pink eye at this point? Ha, 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 very funny. That's not how you get pink eye. You get it from poo particles making their way into your ocular cavities. Hey, Ben. Yo. How's it going? Um... I farted on Jason's pillow as a practical joke. He farted on Jonah's thinking it was mine, and then eventually pink-eyed my pillow. Um, not proud of any of this. <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyway, that's neither here nor there. She finally got, like, she would always try to get promoted, and they would always, like, shut her down because, like, she, they're like, you're not stable. Like, we, we can't have this. You know, like, you just stay where you're at. So she ends up making a lateral move, and she went to the, the worst possible place for you, you to put this person She's now in QA, like our, our quality assurance. There's a pre-recorded message that says, we're going to monitor the call for quality assurance, right? <laughs> so as soon as I get a live operator, I tell them, just so you know, I'm recording the call on my end too, okay? <laughs> you got me, I got you. Behave. Behave. Which means she's now grading our calls, which for the quarter is a third of our bonus. Okay, it's like seven hundred dollars of our bonus, right? And she's taking like you know, so now she's it's like it's revenge. Like she's taking it personal and she's ripping people to shreds. Like you know, like we have our managers and then the QA department grade our calls over the quarter, and like most of them are like, yeah, it's that's a hundred. Like you guys know what you're doing. You know, now th this she she this she's putting everything under a microscope and and doing the things that a basket case does, and she's taking it personal on the on the department that she hates. Okay, that, that she used to probably get shitty grades for. Now it's like, oh, now it's my time to play God. And she doesn't realize that she ain't making any fucking friends whatsoever. 
You know, so like for me, she she graded one of my calls the other day, and it was for a pizza place. And all they wanted to do was take their old website and upgrade it into our new platform. It's much like upgrading your cell phone. It's the same thing. And and they you know, ninety nine times out of a hundred, they want to you know keep the same content and the same everything and just put it into the new platform, right? So I'm going through my shit, and then I get a QA back, and and you know it's her. They never tell you who's grading the call, but you can always tell it's her because the people that have been there and the managers, they'll, they, every every point that they got a grade on, they'll give you one sentence of feedback about it. She's giving you a fucking Bible for each thing that like and, and why you're such a piece of shit, you know, and it's just hilarious. So I got a, a, a pizza place, right? And she goes, uh, it was the one question I ask. You know, do, do you or any employees speak any other languages than English? And the guy's like, well, I speak Turkish, but, like, nobody speaks that around here. And I'm sitting there, like, that threw me for a loop. I'm like, wait, you're a pizza guy? You speak Turkish? What's going on in there? <laughs> yeah, what are we having? Chicken tiki masala pizza? Right? So I'm, he's, like, he's like, yeah, nobody speaks that around here. I'm like, so you, do you want to mention on the website? And he's like, no, nah, you don't need to, you need to mention that. Yeah, You know what she said? At the 11.14 mark, Christian asked if him or any employees speak any other languages than English, and the client said Turkish, and he said, but nobody speaks it around here, so you don't have to put it on the website. What Christian should have done is he should have recommended that he put it on there, because there are 116,000 people who speak Turkish in this country. And I went, see, that's, that's what I'm talking about. She takes it personal. Like, she Googled that. Like, nobody has that info in their hip pocket, you know, like, like that 116,000 people speak fucking Turkish, all right, bitch? You know? And furthermore, even if that's the case, that means in each state there's 2,000 people who speak Turkish. So his little five-mile radius slice of that entire state, how many people speak Turkish? Two? And you don't think by this time in their, in, by all this time in the country they haven't, they haven't figured out a workaround, you know, on how to order a pizza in America? It's shit like that, you know, and like, you know, like we have certain questions for like, you know, if it's a doctor, like, do you do virtual sessions? Like, you know, like, uh, you know, like FaceTime or Zoom or anything like that, you know, or if it's a consultation of some sort with a lawyer, maybe, you know, like she'll take points off if you're doing it like for a roofer. Like what's, what's the guy's customer going to be like, Hey Jim, hang on for a second. I'm just going to get up on the roof here. I'm going to film where this, where this leak is coming from. And maybe you could, no, there's certain things. If you ask the question, you look like a schmuck and she, and she takes points off. So everybody is like, we're done. Like we're like, she, she, she's going to get hit with a bat. But yeah, man, you're fucking with people's money. Like that, you know, and I, I know where, like, never mind. I don't even want to talk about that bitch anymore because I'm up against a break here. But I got, you know, a pretty cool uh, get off my lawn segment coming up on the other side. Basically, it's going to rip all the generations that come after the great Generation X. Of course, we got that's fucked up and a whole slew of other things. So make sure you keep it locked right here on the C Rod Podcast. Back after this. Hey guys, you got a home improvement job that you've just been putting off that you need to get done for fear of maybe like you don't have the right materials, you don't got the DIY to be able to do it yourself, you don't have the manpower to do it, then look no further. My buddy Chris Jackson at C. Jackson Contractors, he's got you covered. That's right. I've known Chris for about 15 years now, and I got to tell you, I knew right then that that guy was going to be at the top of his field once he got involved and got things rolling. You know how I know? We would be hanging out on the weekends in the summertime. Drinking beers, playing wiffle ball, throwing horseshoes, having barbecues. You know, as the guys do. And I would always look around, and Chris wasn't there. i go, hey, where's Chris at? Be like, oh, yeah, he's uh, he's remodeling a kitchen for somebody. He's doing a side job. He would do that on Saturday and Sunday. He worked 50, 60 hours a week on his job. And he would come out and do side jobs on the weekend. And I'm talking about second to none, top quality, unbelievable craftsmanship. This stuff will blow your mind. All you got to do is go to his website at cjacksoncontractors.com just to see what i'm talking about i mean i'm talking this guy's got custom design general and custom carpentry building cabinetry handmade tables and benches those are really high end too high-end home bars elegant staircases anything that you can dream up if this it's chris's dream to make your dream come true right one call to chris and he's basically going to weed out all those shady contractors who are going to do a shitty job and overcharge you when you, get, when you get Chris Jackson, you know exactly what you're paying for because you are going to get top quality, top 
shelf experience. Trust me, I guarantee it. So, again, oh, by the way, this guy took a house in Fox Chase, his house that he lives in now. This thing was almost at the point of being condemned, and he turned it into a modern-day cathedral. This guy is brilliant, he's talented, he's hardworking, and he's a class act. You got to go check out my buddy, Action Jackson, Chris Jackson. Call Chris, cjacksoncontractors.com. Tell him I sent you. Hi, welcome back to the C-Rod Podcast. And I got to tell you, I am in uncharted waters right now as far as this show's history. It's 7.13 right now. I usually have the entire episode done and published by now, but I still have like four or five hours more worth of work. Because if you remember, you know, me telling you what happened in the open, that it took me like it was four hours and I you know I kept getting this error and kept getting this error and I said like if this happens one more time fuck it like I, I ain't doing it but then I, I it happened again and I'm like fuck it I'm done you know because it was like five o'clock so I sat there for like 10 minutes and then I and I, the, the guilt started setting in I'm like I, I gotta do this you know because I'm determined to get to 50 episodes in this season you know and I also you know kind of promised you guys I was going to be putting these out every week and you know I just didn't want to break that streak so I I went and did it again and it happened again but the good part was that I saved it this time so after I put all the drops in and everything I saved it you know and then this way if it did happen it wouldn't erase it so I had to like figure out a workaround I did all this shit that I won't even get into as far as technical but I came in with a little in excess there and it's another band I can't believe I went that long without using and you know i'm gonna have to rectify that too they might have to get a uh you know an opening one for me but before i get started has anybody seen this I, i'm not gonna play i'm not gonna play the reel of it i'll just tell you about it and real quick just to let you know with with the exception of clips that i'm gonna play you know like like the get off my lawn intro and then that's fucked up intro there's probably not gonna be any drops from here on out because i gotta get this fucking done like i gotta work tomorrow yeah <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at missing the Eagles game and probably getting done. I, I would say if I if I if I hustle, I'll probably get done around eleven thirty midnight. You know, like I said, I'm, I usually have this thing published by like six o'clock. So this this interface is really, you know, throwing me down the street a couple times, throwing me down a flight of steps. Anyway, so I am going to play a clip because I got I I was talking to a buddy of mine. And he brought up that email that I got for the Mexican Independence Day. And, you know, he was he was like, dude, read me the email. I'm like, dude, you know, what I said on the show is not, it's not what it said verbatim, but it's pretty much like the cliff notes of, of what it said. And he's like, just humor me. Just, just read it to me. And I'm like, okay, you know. And then as I read along, and I read it to him, and he gave me his commentary on it, as, I, as I'm reading through it, I, that was the first time I've read it since the first time that I read it, you know, because like on the show, I wasn't even going to give them the time of day to actually open the damn email. And it really just like, oh man, like it just pissed me off for, for a lot of different reasons. You know, my thing is this, okay, if you got, if, if you have a problem with my content, okay, I'm, I'm going to rip you. But if you, if you have like a criticism and I've had people like email me. You remember? You guys remember me saying like in the, in the early episodes when I would always get pissed off when a fucking fart can car went by, and people would email me and be like, "Dude, like we we can't hear that. Like stop, you know." So I did. I stopped, you know. And like any kind of criticisms like that, sure, I'll take them, you know. And, and I won't even get mad at you because everybody's got the right to criticize things. But when you start to say shit about my content and suggesting that I do other things. And like and, and putting your shit into what I should say and what I should do. And like, fuck you, okay? Because you guys know you guys know that I am a you know, I'm a crusader for the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. Fuck all the amendments of our Constitution. But you know, the first and second the first is the most important well, first and second are just they're 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 equally as important. And I'll never stop fighting for that. But 
you know, you're not going to come in here, guy, and tell me, you know, that I need to switch my shit. It, much like the people who have emailed me about beat your fucking kids that say I need to stop saying it. I don't need to do nothing. You need to go jump off a fucking bridge is what you need to do. And, and, and rewire that scrambled fucking brain of yours. Now, I'm going to play a clip. All right. And to, Bill Burr to my rescue. Who can I count on more than Bill Burr? You know, as you guys know, like him and Sebastian Maniscalco are like my two. They're like my two guys as far as comedy is concerned. They're my two favorites. And if, if you held a gun to my head and said, like, pick one, I would probably lean to the side of Bill Burr only because, like, Sebastian Maniscalco is fucking funny as shit. But his type of humor can be viewed by pretty much all audiences. You know, he's just, he's, he's clean. You know, he'll drop in an F-bomb every now and again. But for the most part, he's clean. You know, but he's funny as shit. But Bill Burr is more cut from my cloth. You know, because he says whatever the fuck he wants. You know, and he pushes the limits and he, and he doesn't give a shit. So he was on that Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee on Netflix with Jerry Seinfeld. And I, I really enjoyed that show because I was I was never a fan of... Like, I, I watched Seinfeld, the show. I loved the show, but I was never really a big fan of him until the show was off the air. And then he started, like, mentoring and being kind of like the godfather for, like, up-and-coming comics. And he's kind of the one that everybody looks up to now getting into the business. And... So I would only watch the ones like that had comedians on that I liked, you know, like Bill Burr, right? So they're sitting there, and they're getting coffee, and and something kind of like my situation, and he, and he talked about it. Check this out. You're not worried that we're becoming this very gentle, respectful culture that the people won't be funny anymore. I'm worried that every time I see a comedian apologize, just to end it, just because you took what I said seriously doesn't mean I now meant it. Like, you don't get to decide that, well, you're in my head and you know my intent. Like, if I'm saying something and I'm joking, I'm joking. This is the deal. Those people who get offended like that, if they want to see stand-up comedy, they should hire a comic for a private show and go, these are the topics you can talk about, these are the but you don't so you come in to the hostile environment of a comedy club and we get to say whatever we want like the amount of times they've shown clips they'll be like controversy of the laugh factory and they showed the bit and the whole crowd laughed there was no controversy one person got pissed wrote a blog it's a lazy journal story right. and the next thing you you know you're on a split screen and you're sitting there talking to a blogger and that's exactly it okay that's exactly it right there. It's like, how do you know? Are you in my head? Do you know what my intent was on that there, Chief? You know? And it, it's just it's just ridiculous. Like, it's not only are they taking our fucking speech and our guns, now they're trying to take our laughter, too. I may have said this. I could not tell you how long ago on this show. You have a choice. You know, it's not it's not like you can't you can't like it's not like somebody is throwing you into a comedy club or, you know, or holding a gun to your head and making you go into a comedy club or holding a gun to your head and hitting play on the fucking C-Rod podcast. You have a choice to do that. And when you're people like you, this guy probably has blue hair, too, by the way. But when you go and do that shit, you know, it's like you should know what you're getting into. And if and you can make the decision, like if I go into this comedy club. I'm probably going to hear something that I don't want to hear, right? And I should probably just keep on walking right by. But no, what do they do? It's like a bad car wreck. They got to go in there and find something to get offended about. And it's just like he said. He was like, yeah, the bit probably killed. The whole the whole room was laughing, but one fucking blogger. Oh, what do you say? Controversy at the laugh factory. Like, it's the truth. Every time they show those jokes, it's like the people are, are cracking up. It's just one fucking miserable asshole. It's like, <sighs> all right, say you're walking down the street, right? And there's there's a burning building and there's people in there and pets and babies and shit, right? There's two kinds of people in this world. One, it's in their DNA to just naturally run into the building and save as many people as you can and risk your own life. The other person just doesn't have it in their DNA, and they either stop and watch, or they walk right by. All right? This guy, or any of the other offended just like them, they would walk down the street knowing that it wasn't in their DNA to go run into that burning building. But they did it anyway. And they got burnt. You know, they came out looking like Fire Marshal Bill. 
Let me show you something. And then they're in the hospital. I couldn't believe that happened. I can't believe I got burned. This is, I did not expect that whatsoever. No, yeah, you did. You ran into a fucking burning building, dick face. It's the same thing, you know? If you choose to, choose to press play on something and you choose to go into a comedy club and you're going to get offended and then you're so fucking shocked that you are when he said he was appalled and disgusted. Fuck you, guy. Because I'm going to tell you something right now, okay? Like... People tried to get me, like I said, it was only four of them, but people tried to get me to stop saying beat your fucking kids, and there is no fucking way in hell ever that I am going to change myself, change the way that I am, or change my content for somebody that got butt hurt over something that I'm half kidding about. I This is my platform, and I'm not going to change my fucking content for anybody. I'm not going to appease anybody. You have the choice to press play or not. And I think we've gotten to a point. Now, he was a new listener. That was the first episode that he listened to, and, you know, good riddance. I don't fucking want you anyway. I think we're at the point now in 66 episodes where you people that tune in every week, you guys are my family. You guys, you know, get my brand of humor. You know, and I know, I'm, I know it's, you know... I'm going to get hate mail. It's good. It's going to happen. But what I'm trying to say is like, give it to me for the right reason. You know, d- d- like you being offended, like this is not a show for the offended as we know, but I am not going to change my fucking content. I'm not going to adjust anything just to, just to appease one listener, you know, and spoil it for the fucking rest of them. Fuck you. Okay. Go watch uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Fucking blue haired, fucking libtard, offended, gender, fuck face freak piece of shit asshole jerk off <laughs> i'm gonna say whatever the fuck i want whenever the fuck i please all right enough of that so with that being said you know who cracks me up rednecks <laughs> oh god i really teed that one up didn't i because I'm, I'm even going after more there's more after this to come but Rednecks crack me up. There was this one, you know, sometimes I'll see reels for, for like a certain thing, whether it be comedy or whether it be something else, and I'll see so many reels and I start to like, I'm like, hey, I'll follow that guy, you know? But then, like, once they're in your everyday news feed, they, they start to annoy you to the point where, like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have followed him after all. There's this one guy, his page is called, like, Felonious Falafel. And it's this redneck, and, and he does the same thing every time. This is the reason why I think I, I just, you know, 86 the whole thing. It's basically him acting like he's an employee and he's having a conversation, you know, with his boss. Like, things, it, it's very relatable, you know, what the guy says, but, like, it just got old. But he's, the thing that cracks me up about rednecks, right? <laughs> Why is it that, like, they, like, you know how I talk about people with lazy speech? You know, I've done it a million times where it'll take a one-syllable word and they can't even say the whole fucking word, you know, to be any, right? <laughs> right these these people the rednecks right they make it they they go they put in the extra effort they go the extra mile like they'll take a one syllable word and make it a two syllable word you know like you going to the party tonight yeah but i don't know what i'm going to weigh you <laughs> you're going to weigh you <laughs> it's two syllables where is one you know what i'm saying or say, like, you know, I don't know, say a guy works in construction or something, you know, and he's coming home, and he's walking up, the like, the porch, he's got mud all over his boots, he goes to open the door, and the wife's like, no, don't, have, don't come in here with those shoes all muddy, leave them on the porch, <laughs> the porch, <laughs> oh my god, let me see, we'll just give, give you one more, let me see, I'm just looking around the room. <clears throat> for for like a a one syllable word that I can make this work, like okay, so yeah, I, <laughs> I'm looking at my my laundry basket, right? Okay, so say <laughs> say you know you leave the clothes in the in the uh, in the washing machine, you know, overnight to the point where you know like the the clothes will start to smell again, you know, you left them clothes down in the dryer. And now it's going to take me forever to get rid of that smell. <laughs> smell. <laughs> oh, good for you, rednecks. Way to put the effort in. All right. Now, on to the Asians. <laughs> <laughs> the 
you see you see where I'm going here with this that like kind of went into that whole thing that I just talked about like you don't know what my intent is I'm not saying any kind of hate speech on anybody I'm not I'm just poking fun all right I'm just gonna play you another reel from this guy that I played you the reel from last week the Asian guy that's just that that makes fun of himself and <laughs> fucking says shit you know because it's funny you know like you can't take our laughter away from us Especially in today's world where we're going to be, you know, well, more on that in that's fucked up segment. But yeah, man, I mean, it's just like, you know, I'm never going to change myself for anybody. It's just not going to happen. But check this out. Here's the, here's the, here's the dude. A Chinese baby was born too early, so his parents named him Satin Lee. Why don't Chinese kids believe in Santa Claus? Because they make the toys. A Japanese girl married a Canadian guy. They named their child Me So Sorry. I used to think I had a Japanese friend, but it was just my imagination. How did the Asian travel back in time? He used a time machine. A Chinese baby was born before his due date so his parents named him early we asians hate arguing with italians because they are white and we always won what has two wings and a halo an asian phone call wing wing hello a chinese mother and italian father had a baby they named him lavioli who won the asian cooking contest it was a tie why can't two asians make a white kid because the two wong don't make a white a <laughs> no i will say this if you guys can see the subtitles it does make it more funny i will say that but you know, because like when he said like a time machine, when they're gonna go travel back in time, he, he said tie like T H A I a time machine. <laughs> it's fucking funny, man. You know, God, <sighs> like everybody these days, I, everybody with the blue hair. It, it's everybody's just looking. I know I sound like a broken record, but how can I be, you know, professionally offended and be a professional victim today? It's, it's unreal. It's like when I was talking about the Lysol bottle last week. Was that last week? It might have been the week before. But anyway, you know what I'm saying. You know, get the fucking bug out of your ass. But uh, one quick thing here before before our segments for the week. Probably about, now this was back in July. In July, you remember when I had that, that golf outing that I went to and the guys were cheating like right in front of me? Oh, oh really? I, f- I forgot to tell you this too, by the way. In, in our company golf outing, and now it was raining and miserable, like I told you guys, you know, the whole day, but they, they magically finished dead last. Isn't that, isn't that ironic that I, you know, I, I caught them fucking, well, they cheated right in front of me, and I, I basically, like, I told everybody, I didn't give a fuck. I'm like, these guys are fucking cheating, and I watched it, Because, <laughs> right? like, I, you know, that's the thing. I, I, I can't, in my mind, I, I could never cheat at, like, my brother used to say like you're and we used to laugh at him for it but he actually made sense he's like you're only cheating yourself meaning like if you cheat on a test in school you know you, you know whatever you're only, at the end of the day you are only cheating yourself but my thing is it's not even that it's more of like i could not wear that crown of embarrassment like once it, once i got caught because more often than not you're going to get caught right anybody see these guys you know, like Lance Armstrong, he was a perfect example. Like, it was only a matter of time before they caught him. You know, like, you're going to tell me a guy with, well, whatever. That's a different story for a different day. But did you, did you guys see these fucking fishermen? I mean, talk about talk about the ultimate level of scumbaggery. I would play you a clip on it, but like I said, my time is limited. It is now, let's see, it's 8 o'clock, you know, and I still have another, you know, another two, you know, shit. Let me see, 40, 50. I still have about another three, three and a half hours of work. But anyway, so the, and, and just so you guys know, the drops will be limited just because, like I said, I, I got to get this shit done. But so these guys, there's these like fishing tournaments that happen like all over the country, you know, and it, and there's like big cash prizes. This particular one, I think that the, the grand prize was like 30 grand. You get $30,000 if you can get like the most, you know, the heaviest fish out there, right? Well, apparently these guys went out and 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 they were suspected by their like all of their peers because they kept fucking winning everything. And then like when they went to go weigh the fish, they weren't that big, but they weighed like two times of what they were supposed to weigh. These guys were like slitting the fish and they were putting weights inside of the fish, and they were also putting like fillets of other fish into them 
so like a 10 pound fish was like really 20 pounds and and like everybody's like this is something's going on here something's well well they finally caught him and they, and they were like you fucking piece of shit and like the dude just stood you should have seen the look on the guy's face like when it, you know he was just like yeah yeah you caught me like you know like how could you sit there and wear that embarrassment you know i i never understood that like you know now lance armstrong i will say was doing it for cancer the money that he cheated with you know all that they were all donating to him because he had one ball <laughs> <laughs> no, they were they were donating for cancer for you know for his foundation, and he raised millions. So it's like, all right, well, we we can take the cheating. That's cool. But like when you do shit like this, or you like you cheat, like that's just scumbag does that fucking shit. You know, that's just my opinion. But all right, now that it's nine thirty-seven, <laughs> it's time for to get off my lawn segment for the week. So here it is. What the hell is this? <laughs> Get off my lawn. And just to let you guys in on a little behind the scenes, I have now started drinking. <laughs> I, have, I don't think, as a matter of fact, I haven't, I didn't drink. I Like, before I did full production, his first five episodes, I did them, like, late at night, so I was drinking. But once I started full production, it, it takes the whole day, you know. So, <laughs> it's done before my drinking time, but fuck it. It's just an unorthodox day here on the C-Rod Podcast. But I told you guys before the break what this is going to be about and it's really just two reels i will actually one's a video and and bear with me because some of these are like these are about two and like three and a half minutes long so it's going to take the better part of like six seven minutes but it's this guy tom anderson and if you've never heard of him he's a guy that you know that's one of the you know he's a quote-unquote conspiracy theorist but like i've always said conspiracy theories are now spoiler alerts you know, because of the corruption going on, exposing them, and he's one of those guys that exposes it. Now, this guy's face looks like a, a roadmap. Like he's got tattoos like up there with like Post Malone and what's that fucking that rat bastard snitch fucking dude? Sixty nine, that guy. It, it, like he's up there with them. But he does these cool things. Now, I'm going to play his new video called Sheeple. All right, but then I did this thing where it's like my generation versus your generation, and I said that last week. I'm like, I'm not saying my generation's better than your generation, but my generation's better than your generation. Okay. Now I'm not saying it's again. I'm not saying it's targeting every single person in the generation because there are there, I have a few people who in you know millennial and Gen Z that listen to this show that are not like that. I'm just saying the vast majority of that generation does this. Now here's here's him talking about the two generations versus each other. If you remember me saying last week, you know, like we had mosh pits and malt liquor in the woods and you have White Claw and fucking, you know, safe space. You know, but check this out. My generation got our driver's license at 14, had a job at 16, and moved out at 17. Your generation is still trying to define what a woman is and living in your parents' basement until you're 35. My generation grew up on uncensored everything. Your generation censors everything. My generation shot guns, rode dirt bikes, and went camping for fun. Your generation stares at your phone all day and dances on the internet in your sister's underwear. My generation knew how to make decisions, important ones. Your generation can't even decide which bathroom to use. My generation wants the truth and the facts, no matter how uncomfortable they are. Your generation is so offended that the truth and the facts don't support whatever outlandish bull is floating around in your imagination that you've started labeling everything that you don't agree with as misinformation. My generation has two genders. Your generation has 89,347 and counting. My generation judges people on whether or not they're an asshole. Your generation judges people on race, weight, religion, sex, gender, financial standing, something that they tweeted 20 years ago in grade eight when they were drunk for the first time. Your generation cancels everything you don't agree with. My generation doesn't give a about the things we don't agree with. Beat it, loser. My generation fights for the right to party. Your generation doesn't fight, doesn't like having rights, and doesn't like to party. What the f- is wrong with you guys? My generation is gonna be able to handle the new music video that I'm dropping on Friday. Your generation is gonna have a f-ing meltdown. So he is 100% dead on balls accurate with that one, right? Now he drops the video. Okay, now this isn't the first video he's dropped. His name's Tom McDonald. And he just drops truth, like just truth music videos. And they're good. So check out this. This is Sheeple by Tom McDonald. Pay attention. Humans been controlled since the day that they were civilized. The truth has been so heavily politicized. If you don't know who's controlling you and killing all the little guys, find out who 
you're not allowed to criticize Black folks who were never ever actual slaves Fighting with white folks who ain't actual Nazis Controlled by rich folks who use the news to make hate While elite folks control other political parties It's a big lie, trying to make you pick sides Trying to make you burn the cities down and kill each other They got sick minds, big lies Keep on the police so that there's big crime They take away our freedom to restore order they let die Play with people, turn men into women Make the counterculture mainstream to mix up the system Change the pronouns, the gender is a spectrum So is privilege, I know poor white folks And black celebrities with millions They starve you with a lack of information And only give you facts through a branded corporation Distort your worldview with an algorithm that changes Based on propaganda curated for your engagement We can't be free Have no peace till we're on the same team But y'all are sheep your funeral we can't be free the law. We can't be free. Now, I know <clears throat> that's a lot to digest because, you know, it's just the first time you hear it. But, you know, if you so desire, look it up on YouTube or just listen back on this episode. And the thing is, again, you know, not to sound like a broken rapper, but like people like him, you know, and, and people like me who, who, you know, I debunk this shit too, as you guys know, we're, we're looked at as crazy people from the other side. And it's like <laughs> I've said before, you know, you better start paying attention to this shit before it's too late because there's, I, I said, there's no worse feeling them being on the other side of something when it's too late because then there's absolutely nothing you can do about it the division is just like you know like yeah we don't see eye to eye i I don't see your blue hair fucking gender ideology wokeism safe space bullshit and I, i i never will all right and you don't look at you know the things that i like you know the things i value like like a great america you know affordable prices and all the shit i've always talked about okay we don't have to see eye to eye on that what we do need to see eye to eye on is this is all by design to make us hate each other. So get the fuck on board, okay? And and look that guy up because he's got like five videos like this and it, it, it breaks down all this shit for COVID and all of it, you know? So yeah, start paying attention. All right, it's time for That's Fucked Up. 
on today's episode of How Fucked Up is Fucked Up. That's fucked up. Now, <laughs> this, 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 okay. <sighs> sometimes this is political, sometimes it isn't, and this is today. Now, you know, he, Biden, Bo Jiden came out the other week, you know, and we, there's going to be a nuclear arm again. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> So he's pretty much, by, by saying that, you know, Putin's looking at that and going like, oh, okay, he's fucking scared of me, you know. And now they're starting to do like nuclear test runs in Russia. Like, so this, a nuclear world war is a very, very imminently possible thing that can happen. All right. That means we're all dead. <laughs> okay. Right. And what are they doing? They just spent $300 million to Big Pharma for nuclear radiation medication, like pills. They're preparing for a nuclear world war. And it's just like, the reason, we're almost, just check this out. We're almost in a nuclear world war. All to line Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's pockets. Think about that for a second. You know, they need this war in Ukraine so they can launder money through it. You know, because you can't, you can't refute that anymore. Like, nobody can come up with any kind of hard evidence that that's not exactly what's happening because... Here's the thing. Weekly, on a weekly basis, we're sending Ukraine billions of dollars. Okay? For what? Okay, yeah, it's nuclear, uh, not nuclear, it's, it's military aid and all this shit. But again, there are, there are multiple catastrophes going on in this country where we need money. And the taxpayer money in an emergency situation, you can even go into the Federal Reserve, all right, and, and, and bail the Americans out. No, you're bailing Ukraine out instead because a large percentage of that money goes into a lot of people's pockets. All right? Ukraine is just a laundromat. That's all it is. People need to wake the fuck up and see this. And here's another thing. Didn't didn't I... I hate being right, but didn't I tell you this in, like, fucking July about this asshole who, who is, is single-handedly responsible for these ridiculous gas prices? And by the way, after the midterms, all right, which is a couple short weeks away, gas prices are going to skyrocket. All right, mark my words. But what did I say? I'm like, he had to do something to lower gas prices just to make himself look good. All right, and he kept dipping into that Federal Reserve, which what did I say verbatim on this show? I said, that Federal Reserve is for if, if we get knocked off the grid or we have a, what did I say, a nuclear winter. The whole fucking reserve is depleted now, lower than it's been in like 50 years. We have barely any oil there to like to, for, for a goddamn emergency, which is probably going to happen. I mean, I don't know if it will, but what I'm saying is they're threatening nuclear war. And we're as close to nuclear war as we've been since, Jesus, like the fucking Bay of Pigs or the Cuban Missile Crisis. That was in the 60s, all right? And now we have no oil to fucking to save our lives we, we, because Bo, Bo Jiden wanted to low, lower gas prices by seven cents for four days. And he did it like four times and bragged about it. Well, we're going to lower gas prices by seven cents. Every American's going to be rich because of it. And I'm doing it from the Federal Reserve. So we don't even need. Okay, dipshit. I cannot fucking wait until the, the last time I ever see that fucking guy's face. Fucking crook he is. And now he's putting our, our lives at risk. All right? To, 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 to line his own pockets because he's going to have a nuclear bunker and so we're Hunter. And then they'll have millions and billions and trillions of dollars on the other side of it while we suffer. The other thing is, too, it's like that border that he's keeping wide open that's controlled by the cartel right now. 300 Americans are dying a day in various different ways. You know, fentanyl deaths are catching up to COVID deaths from all that shit that's coming across the border. You know, it's like, I, I keep on telling the people, if you're not paying attention, don't look at people like me and go, oh, will you shut up? Like, you just make no sense. No, I make perfect sense. Wake the fuck up. We got to unite. We got to do something about it. That's all there is to it. All right? So, <clears throat> rant over. But, so thankfully, I, I don't really have to pay attention to this Eagles game because they're wiping the fucking floor <laughs> with the Cowboys. They throw them down a flight of steps. So luckily, I didn't have to really pay attention to it. But I did. I did want to share uh, a guy I know with you. And you may have seen him uh, on on Facebook and, and wherever else. But he's got this character. 
<laughs> called Jimmy Jabs. I'll play. I'll play. Like I'll play today's video. What he does is he's like this this Philly sports fan, and he acts like a like a guy from from Juniata. <laughs> you know, like it's like a blue collar section in Philadelphia, right off the boulevard, kind of by like Friends Hospital, right around there. And and he does the, all the things that like drunk Philly sports fans do. Like he messes up all the names, and and he comes up with some of the greatest names. You'll hear it in this clip that I'm about to play. But. You got to hear this. This was so he'll put out a video for the Eagles every week, and then he'll do it for like the Phillies and Sixers and stuff like that. And he's just like drinking beer and doing meth and shit. It's fucking funny. Check this out. Yo 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 yo. What's going on, guys? It's your boy Jimmy Jablonski from Juniata, aka Oh, he's back, and it's Dallas weekend. You know I fucking hate Dallas. Jump jab, dude. You thought I was all man? I am a man. Lightning quick, can't do shit about it. Ah! If you're from Philadelphia, what the hell you got to be mad at right now, dude? The Phillies, they just won the Nilds. They're moving on to the Nilks. Eagles, they're five and zero, oh, and we got Dallas coming into us, dude. I know what you're thinking. Last few matchups haven't gone our way, but something's telling me tonight, dude. There's gonna be more pounded cowboy ass than the set of broke back mountain, dude. Ah! The main reason I'm not that concerned about tonight is because Dad Pescop ain't playing. Instead, we gotta worry about Goober Rush. Oh wow, he's so great. He sucks, dude. The only reason Dallas is 4-1 is because their defense is all right, I guess. But the Eagles got a rush of their own. It's called the ass rush. They call it that because from whistle to whistle, they're on your ass, dude. You're sitting back there. Bap, 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 bap. All of a sudden, Hassan Reddit bap, bap, just smacks you in the face. Belcher cop gets some of that. Josh Schweppes, bah, hit him. Ha, ha, ha. You got to worry about that, Goober. It's going to be a problem all night, dude. Ah! I told you Dallas has a pretty decent defense, but that's mostly because of one dude and one dude only, and that's Moika Parsnips. I thought the Eagles were going to get him. We didn't get him. We ended up getting Devontae Sniff. I wasn't mad about it, but I was mad that Dallas ended up getting Parsnips. He's going to be a problem for the next decade or so, dude. You see him out there. He's flying around the field. See a Moik linebacker. See Sam linebacker. I don't know what the hell he's doing out there. He's a down lineman. He's an up lineman. He's a linebacker. He's a DB. I don't know what the hell this guy's doing. They use him all over the field, so you got to account for him. DeMartin's Lawrence, dude. I don't give a shit about that, dude. He's washed up. Trayvon Dinks, don't care about him. Everybody else on our team's a bunch of bums. I don't give a shit. Eagles handle business, dude. Ah! That's the breakdown. Now let's get to the final score of the game. Eagles, 1,333. Dallas, 72. Tell them seeing it, dude. So, it's your boy, Jimmy Jablonski, from Juniata, a.k.a. Jabs. And I'll see you next week, dude, after we whoop Dallas's ass. Ah! <laughs> He's fucking great, man. <clears throat> He is fucking great. Like, like some of, you saw some of the names. Now, on his videos, sometimes we'll put in, like, you know, like subtitles. So, so it makes the, the messed up name even funnier. But he, he said, he said, Micah Parsnips instead of Micah Parsons. And then what was the other one? Uh, Devontae Sniff. <laughs> it's for Devontae Smith. His best name ever was for Juju Smith-Schuster, who's now a Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver. He used to play for Pittsburgh. He called Juju Smith-Schuster. Isuzu Sniff Shooser. <laughs> the dude is fucking funny as shit. And that's not the only character he does. This guy's like, he's 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 a comedian, this, this guy. So, you know, check him out. Cause he, he, and he's, he, the guy's got, a, he's an ace too. He's, he's got a heart of gold, that dude. But that is all I got for you guys this week. And my God, am I exhausted. I gutted it out. You know, in the very beginning, I thought, like, you know, like I said, I got to like 5.30 and I still couldn't get my first 20-minute slice done. And I, I, I was like about to give up. Actually, you guys didn't know. That happened like two more times. I didn't get the first 20 minutes like done and exported to a file until like 7 o'clock. It is now, let's see, it's 11.42. <laughs> I've put 11 hours and 41 minutes aside of a dinner break into this show today <laughs> because I cannot break that streak you know I, I just I just can't do it I, you know like I said I I would feel so guilty and I wouldn't feel right the entire week until I you know until I put another one out because 
you know, that's my promise to you. And like I said, I, if something happens where it's like a, you know, an emergency or something like that, yeah, then that's that's one thing. But you know, like after the new year, I got to get my wisdom teeth out. I push that back because of the golf outing, and it's getting done on a Friday. So I'm hoping I'm good to go on Sunday that week. But if you need to get a hold of me, see rodpodcast at gmail.com. You can get me on Facebook Messenger, or you can text or call me if you have my number. <sighs> and as always, the C-Rod Podcast is written, mixed, mastered, and produced by yours truly. Not always a flawless thing here on the C-Rod Podcast, but I got through it. I'm glad. I'll feel a lot better going to bed tonight, even though my brain's going to be racing because I'm going to bed in like an hour. <laughs> but, you know... So, yeah, that's, that's about it. I will see you guys next week. And, uh, yeah, check that Tom McDonald guy out, man, because he's, he's you know, he tells the truth, and I think a lot more people need to know the truth these days. But until next week, this is Christian Rodriguez saying, be awake, not woke. Beat your fucking kids. Take care. Yeah, the man.